Welcome to the Connected Spirit Podcast. I'm your mentor, Courtney Dawson. I'm a professional medium, mentor, minister, and certified spiritual life coach. My goal with this podcast is to have deep, meaningful conversations regarding the journey of mediumship and spirituality. It is my hope that by listening, you will feel seen and confident in your own experiences. I invite you to join me on this journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. I am so excited to share my next guest with you. She is a psychic medium and a powerful spiritual guide. As a spiritual guide, she has made it her journey to help others to step into their authentic life force by allowing them to create pathways of success through really a holistic and spiritual way of being. Using empowerment mindsets, healing tools and foundations, and spiritual connections, together you can build a stronger foundation and platform for you to thrive. She is an accredited transformational life coach and has studied science of wellness. She's also written and published an empowering transformational oracle card deck. I am so excited to introduce to you Naomi Mayhat to the show. So nice to have you on the show, Naomi. Hi, thank you for having me. So I'm just going to tell my listeners a little bit about how you and I connected briefly. So how our paths crossed is you actually booked a reading with me. I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I didn't even know you were a medium or anything until part of, I guess part of it kind of came out in your reading. Do you maybe want to share with your listeners, like your, how on your end you connected with me? Yeah, I was, uh, I wanted to connect with some loved ones. I connect everybody else to their loved ones and stuff. And I know that I needed to. So, um, I Googled, I Googled and you came, you popped up and I heard it. This is the one you need to book with. So I booked with you. I waited, uh, and um, yeah, you. We got together on that date, and it was just really free flowing. And uh, I think it was at the end, um, you recognized that maybe there was some mediumship, or uh, that there was like something there. And uh, I never. Um, it wasn't my intention to even let you know or anything. I just wanted a reading. I just wanted to connect. Um, you did a good job at that. Thank you. <laughs> um, Thank you. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you, yeah, you were a voice. They told me this is the one that you need to connect to. So I booked the reading. And what's interesting is I got your contact information after because Spirit was saying you need to connect with her. And Mm -hmm. they didn't give me exact details, but I listen. And it was kind of busy. I think it was maybe before Christmas or something. I can't remember, but um I finally did. And I sent you off an email. Hey, let's connect. Let's chat. And so now we're kind of opening up the conversation about potentially doing something together. And yeah, you are a psychic medium. You're a spiritual guide. And wow, spirit, this is okay. You want us to collab. So everyone, that's kind of our background. And really, it is more than just synchronistic events. I believe that the universe, that our guides, our loved ones, they inspire us, they guide us, they lead us to where we're meant to be, even if we can't see what the objective is right then. And I just think it's really cool. So you were here and 
after having chatted with you a couple of times, I just find you so intriguing, so fascinating. And I'd love you to share your your voice, your wisdom, your insights with my listeners. Can you tell us a little bit about where you kind of ventured onto the spiritual path and maybe even what life was like before you got onto really stepping into, can I say, your wholeness? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so on my journey uh, to discovering like spirits and, and my path and being able to do this, um, I had a bit of a traumatic uh, journey. I had a great journey and a traumatic journey all in the same time. Like I can look back and there's amazing moments, but you see the cycles that I had in my life. And uh, so it was really a rock bottom that brought me to spirit, a huge rock bottom. Um, and it was, it was life or death for me. It was either I live or I don't. Um, and, uh, there was a big voice, uh, again, this voice that I heard that I'd, I'd always kind of heard, but, um, never really listened to like this intuitive voice, this bigger voice. Like we don't know what to call it except this voice. And, uh, it was like in a moment of where I didn't know if I was going to live or if I was going to, uh, go somewhere else. And, uh, that voice told me a way forward and I started listening. Um, so the background of, uh, like my life was, there's a lot of trauma in it. There's a lot of drug use. Um, there's a lot of cycles passed down through generations. Um, and uh, at 14 years old, my family uh, fell apart. Uh, and I just chose a life of cycles after that and continued to do so um, all the way up until I was about 33 years old. Um, and it went off and on. Um, when I had children, I quit and I tried to become a mother. I tried to do uh, what I needed to, but I would always fall back in when I would have um, like trauma hit me or rock bottoms hit me or like moments of impact. So it was 33 years old that I actually um, hit the rock bottom that would change my life forever. Um, I was homeless. I had been using um, drugs to cope. I'd lost my children, um, lost everything. And I just thought to myself, what is the meaning of life? What is the point? What is the meaning? What am I here for? And there's this like feeling that washed over me, um, a feeling of like, why don't you discover it? Why don't you try to figure it out? Why don't you, why don't you, why don't you stop going on and on and on on this wheel and really start to heal? And that why don't you, why not? Um, really triggered me to look at life. I didn't quit drug using at that exact moment, and I didn't become not homeless at that exact moment, but I did become intrigued by what do I want in life? Where am I going? Because I really didn't want to lose everything. So I started rebuilding, and it was spirit that helped me. And I really feel that, I really, I really do feel that people need spirit connection in their life, not just like, religion or like spirituality i mean spirit connection i mean that connection to the miracle of life within you that connection to life force energy that flows all around us the connection to universe creator whatever you want to call it um, i really feel that we need that because that was the foundation that helped me um, to reconnect to um, my ability um, or this ability to like channel in to talk to spirits uh to talk to the universe. Um, I often tell people it's not a gift that we have. It's an ability that we've honed in on. It's an ability that we put faith 
and belief into. It's this ability that um, resides within the miracle of life that we are. And when we choose to actually access that miracle of life, belief and feeling and energy, we too get to hone in on, on spirit. We get to hone in and be connected to that. So um, on the journey of like, of figuring myself out and, and healing, I discovered spirit more and more and more each day that I kept doing it. And I got my children back and I have a home now and I understand what home means to me now. And I'm actually, it's been 10 years come April um, that uh, I will have uh, been, I don't like to say clean from drugs. Um, I would like to say that I've been on a healing journey. It's been 10 years since I initiated a healing empowerment journey where I no longer use uh, and cope uh, in life. Um, I feel like that statement that you made that you are on this healing journey, you're 10 years into it. It's so much more empowering and you're not identifying yourself with labels. Now, I know people that are in recovery, people that go to the program, and this isn't about saying, well, you shouldn't use those terms. If that resonates with you, if that helps you, if that supports you, that's okay. I really like, though, that you're not being defined. You're not allowing yourself to be defined by your past. You're defining who you are each moment and each step that you take. And that's so refreshing, Naomi. It's incredible. So when you talk about really hearing this voice and and listening to it and it becomes louder and more clear and you begin to trust it. Are there moments on reflection now when you look back and you go, that voice has always been there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, um, I think like when I look back, uh, there are many moments. Um, um, I chuckle because like, you don't realize it until you realize it and you can't realize it till you get somewhere to look back. Right. Like it's such a, it's such an incredible uh, reflection, but there were many moments um, on my path, even like when I used uh, drugs that um, like I would be sitting uh, with a group of people at home and there would be like this, like voice, this, like this push, like it wouldn't just be direct. It would almost just be like this, like, you've got to go, you've got to go now, like get out of this house. And then that house would be um, raided or something would happen or like, I was always pushed to get out. I can think back to like when I was uh, 14 as well too. Um, and I remember like just before uh, life kind of crumbled, I remember having that feeling almost like a prepare yourself, something's coming feeling. Um, and that's when life fell apart uh, for me at 14. Um, I often would ask some people like, well, why didn't you ask that voice? Like, why didn't you tell me how to do anything then? And I think it's not about like the voice having to direct you and, and tell you exactly. It's about like saying, hey, I'm here for you. You're going to go through something. But I didn't know that at the time either in that. Um, I knew uh, when I was pregnant, um, I heard that, uh, like, you have a baby coming. Um, I remember that distinctly. So there's, like, moments on the path that, like, I remember the feeling. And I think that that's important to share, too, when we hear a voice. It's not always just audible, right? It's like this feeling a vision, feel something that just washes over you and you feel it, you hear it, but feel it. It's, um, 
hard to describe. <laughs> it's like your soul. It, it touches every fiber of your yeah. soul and it just becomes, I know, I hear. Yes. And you make a really, really important statement. You made an important statement. I just kind of re- want to reiterate that back where, <clears throat> you know, when people question, well, why didn't you listen to the voice? And, and, Here's the thing. Spirit will give us information and guidance and share it to us to help us, but we have free will and we can decide what we choose or choose not to do. That doesn't change the fact they're still going to be standing there with us, guiding, loving us, and still providing us with guidance. But even when we don't listen to the guidance, let's say maybe the first, second, third time, how many times that is, and I'm, I've been there, so I can relate. Spirit still shows up until yeah. we're ready to listen. And spirit's not doom and gloom, but they always give us heads up to pre- be prepared so that way we can know what's going to go on and be ready. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Evo, it, your relationship with spirit, I find really interesting because it's so natural and it's one of a natural discovery that you have. It's not based on other people's ideas of how your relationship should be with spirit and in the spiritual community, within the spiritualist churches, within different spiritual communities. I'll say people have very, uh, a, they have varied opinions on how our connection with spirit should be developed, how it should be cultivated and how it should be maintained. And you've really gone a different route. You're like, no, this voice has been here all along. It's me and them. And that's, that's where I trust. That's where I put my faith in. Yeah. And that's just incredibly powerful. How did you, can I say, you know, in, in development, we always talk about trust, surrender, patience, And it seems like that's just something that's naturally a part of you. Is there maybe like a defining moment, Naomi, that you're like, I know that this voice is always going to lead me in the right or the highest truth? Yeah. Um, A defining moment was when I recognized, like fully recognized that I'm a miracle of life, that I wasn't just put here as a human to have an experience, that there's something bigger, there's something more. And... I often like talk to my clients about um, like the meaning of life. It's not about our jobs. It's not about like this life that we create. It's beautiful, the life we get, but there's something more to it. There is something more to it. And I really do think the defining moment was when I did hit rock bottom and I was trying to figure out if I wanted to live or if I didn't like it was that moment of like, well, what is, is life to you? And in those moments, like when you're contemplating not just life or uh, transition, but when you're contemplating like why you feel the way you do, wh- why we live in the system we do, what do we do with the world? Like when you contemplate everything around you um, and then you just recognize fully uh, in a mirror that not that none of it matters. It's that the thing that matters first and foremost is that you are a spirit. You didn't just come here. Uh, you didn't just like, you're not just skin and bone, you're spirit. And in knowing that, that means that you are connected 100, 1,000 percent, 1 million percent to creator, to universe, to whatever you'd like to call it, believe in it, whatever it is. I, I like to always ask people to like look at yourself, 
really look at yourself, look at like the heartbeat that you have, look at the blood flowing through you, look at the mind that you have, but also look at the fact that like you're living, you're breathing, you're creation, you're just flowing energy of creation. That's got to be, be mean more to you than, than what you're, than what you're like acknowledging. It's more than what you acknowledge. So I ask people to acknowledge their spirit more, their miracle of life. So my defining moment was, yeah, that my belief became bigger when I actually started believing that I was the miracle of life, that I am spirit, that I'm not just a human, that I'm not just a body and mind, that I actually do house a soul, a spirit. And that was the defining moment for me that I knew that I could trust that voice 1000%. That's incredible. And where did your journey take you to when you decided to work as a psychic medium? What did that look like? Uh, well, <laughs> it first looked like a, a, a bunch of rubble. <laughs> um, looked like I had really, like literally rock bottom was where I started. Um, the voice uh, that I heard one night was like, so I was still on like to share the, like how I got there was I was still um, kind of sort of using drugs. I didn't want to, I wanted to leave it behind. I was living in a room with my two children. A great friend offered that to us. And one night I was laying there with um, the, the drugs in my hand and my boys were sleeping and um, I just, I didn't know where I was going and what I was going to do, how I was going to support them, love them, do anything. And that was when that wave washed over me and said, call your sister. You're going to move. It's all going to be okay. You're not like everything. Like put the drugs down. And so I did. I don't even know how to like describe that to you. I just did. I was like, okay. So I called my sister. She said, yeah, well, you can come. We've got room for you. They barely had any room, but they made room for us. And the only thing obstacle standing in my way was my ex-husband at the time. Um, he's now uh, our angel. But um, the only thing that was kind of like going to stop me was him. But the voice also had shared that it's going to be okay. So um, the person who actually helped us go were his parents. And they told him, you let them go because they can't do it here. So... We started, we moved on a Greyhound bus, two boxes, uh, two suitcases um, in the middle of the night, got to my sister's uh, like 24 hours later, I think, um, moved everything. We lived in the, in uh, a room, but they had a lot of boxes and it was like a storage room and uh, it was just one mattress we stayed on, but I was so grateful for, I could breathe. I was so grateful that I had that space, so grateful. Um, and uh, it was there in that room that it all began. And how it began was I started like watching some meditation. Um, and one night, like the boys were sleeping, they were sick. And um, I can't describe what I saw either. Cause I don't know if I saw it with my eyes or saw it in my head or saw it with my heart. Like the spirit works in ways that you don't, it's not about the human seeing it. It's about the spirit. And there was this like energy apparition that like just came floating in. And um, that's what I heard was, you need to get a reading. You need to get this done. Um, continue on doing this. There's something within you. There's something inside of you. Like, that's what it made me feel like. There's something that you have to be. You have to become this. We're going to help you. And so I got a reading from another reader. Um, I didn't have the money to do it, so I didn't know how. But um, a couple of days later, I got like uh, a GST check or something came in 
So I was able to get this reading. And at the very end of that reading, she's like, whoa, wait, stop a minute. I'm hearing something else. She goes, tell me my number and my color. And I was like, white and three? And she's like, yeah. Um, so I'm supposed to tell you you're a medium. You're right. You see things. You hear things. You feel things. You're not crazy. You're going to do this. You got to go forward. So she gave me that simple message. And I'm not kidding you. Um, it almost just like light switch, like activate, like light switch. Like there was no like looking back and being like, oh, no, that can't be. It was only like, okay. It was almost like everything that I'd pushed down since I was a little girl, because I remember things as a little girl, everything that I'd pushed down and didn't know to believe in and didn't know, it all just came boosh, like a, like a jack in the box. And, uh, and, uh, I just remember like I started going and reading Facebook groups. There was like free face and I would go and look at the comments and I would read and they'd be like, yeah, oh my goodness. And I didn't, I did it so that I could help hone in on it. Um, but also like, no, that's like, not that this was real, but when you first begin this, there's a part of you that like, for me, people have to understand that. Like I had depression, I had been on drugs. I had like, I had psychosis stuff. I had manic. So you, you have to really not believe in it, but yeah, like sometimes I thought it was crazy. So starting this, I really had to make sure that I was balanced and that part of me did have to know that I believed in it and helping, like doing some of those readings is what I did. And it just, again, Courtney, it just, it really just started going from there. Like when you align, it's almost like the universe is just like, Kate, next, Kate, here, Kate, here, Kate. And you just go. And 10 years later, here I am. What an incredible journey and story. And when we do align with spirit and I, and I just want to share, like, even when we have mediumistic abilities, it doesn't mean, I mean, it doesn't mean that we are meant to have a career on it just to let everybody know, because when we have mediumistic abilities, first people a lot of people that I come in contact with think, oh my goodness, that means I have to start doing readings and I have to start like, now I got to change my whole career. And it's not, it's just about embracing these. And I too call them abilities. I don't believe that they're gifts. Um, it's a gift for people on the receiving end and in the healing, but I don't because sometimes it doesn't feel like a gift, particularly in the early development, because there's so much shadow work and inner healing that goes on that it's more than just spirit communication, giving messages. And mm -hmm. so if you're somebody who's listening and you're listening to Naomi's story, feel free to and liberated to be able to explore these. We don't have to go and do messages, but when we make those connections and even just by practicing, it triggers something, it unfolds something within us where we go, wow, all of these things that I've experienced in my life, it's like they just start to fall into place and so many unanswered questions get answered and so many areas of your life become more defined and clear. And it's so empowering. And I remember when I'll say my awakening happened and that, like you said, the light switch goes on. You can't turn back because the way that you view life is altered forever. It really is. And it's a, it's such a beautiful experience of transformation and unveiling yourself to yourself 
It's like, mm-hmm. this is who's been here all along. And what a, honestly, what a beautiful, beautiful journey that you've had through hardship to healing, to empowerment. Mm-hmm. And I know with you, you've been very involved within the First Nations um, communities and doing work with them. If you maybe want to share with our listeners a little bit about how that work began and how you work with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so like in, in my family's roots, um, like I'm, I am Métis. Um, and uh, my family went through a lot. My mom, her siblings, my mom's mom, like it was their parents, like, um, so there's a lot of like cycles created through like trauma uh, in that, and that were passed in uh, through us children. And then um, I never grew up knowing my heritage, like knowing my culture. I never grew up um, with like Métis. I grew up with like, again, like hamburger soup. I grew up, my mom made moccasins. Um, I grew up with band, like band, like those things, like the little things, traditional stuff like that. But I never grew up like fully emerged with, uh, the culture and it wasn't my mom's fault or her, like anybody's like fault. It was how life just kept going and cycles go and people disconnect and, and we were in, um, pushed out of like, uh, like my grandmother, I believe was first nations. There's a lot of stuff we don't know from our roots and our past anyway. Um, it came about that I started working with them actually when I uh, was about 20 years old, it started. I went to this program called the Petroleum Employment Training Program because I was trying to better my life at that stage and it was for uh, Indigenous. And so I met a lot of like um, Indigenous uh, people from different reserves, different places, and just really started connecting with them. And some of them would teach me certain things and um, so kind of started there, but for now on this journey, like this past year, it's really started activated because I really wanted to learn more about not just my, um, not just my culture, but trauma. I wanted to learn about trauma. I wanted to learn how things root in history. I wanted to learn just people and how they like, how to, how to help them. I wanted to do more is what I'm saying. And so I was contacted by um, a few reserves um, because they saw my page, because they followed my posts, because they saw what I wrote, because that's how they said it. They would just saw what you gave and we want to bring that to us. So they asked if I would go. Um, I went to Iskit last November and what an incredible experience that was. Um, just to, just even, not even just to like be uh, with First Nations, but to be with their spirit, to be with other, another person's spirit, to be and to listen and to hear their stories. Um, I'm going to be going to Saskatchewan uh, to another uh, reserve coming here as well. Again, to bring what I, it's my sacred self retreat is how it all started. So I may be like jumping different places here, but no, I created. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so about last round September, this idea came to me about the sacred self to teach people to reclaim an inner power within them. to like take not just culture and belief and all that, but to actually reclaim the miracle of life to get people to see their spirit, their miracle of life. And that's what I heard. So I created this retreat, this uh, workshop, this vision, this this idea. 
And um, once I created it, that's when they, people were starting to contact me. Um, and that's when the like that one reserve contacted me and was like, yeah, like we'd like to bring you up here. And then another one now, and, and there's another one that's interested. And I think it's not because of like me, it's because of what it's bringing uh, that connection uh, to spirit, the miracle of life, the, the helping to teach people and bring them closer um, to that desire for more meaning um, the deep rooted desire to be more don't want to say spiritual, to be more sacred um, on the journey that we walk. Um, so that's kind of how it happened with them. And now I'm just learning so much more. They share their stories. They're helping me. Um, all sorts of different connections that flow that way. And yeah. so you have gone from being to a rock bottom, a place of choosing whether you're going to live or die. And here now... You're helping other people recognize who they are, that they are a miracle, and reclaim their power. You've really mm -hmm. come full circle, and it's such an inspiring story. Your mm -hmm. sacred self-retreats involve different um, modalities, and I'm just wondering if you could touch on a little bit of those and explain how those modalities help. Yeah. Um, so just the basis of the retreat, um, like I said, it's about reconnecting, um, but it's, I wish there was a different word than retreat. Like, I, like it is a journey. That's what I like. That's what I call it. The sacred self journey and a foundation of why it was created as well was because we live in a broken system and we live in a world where it's beautiful. Yes. But we also uh, found through what we've all experienced these past couple of years, um, that it's not perhaps maybe what we thought and it's more broken than we would like to admit or know how to even um, help. So this, this journey was also created so that people could be the change that they wish to see in the world as well. So that, cause it starts with one and we ripple into another. So the modalities that I use in this are very uh, deeply rooted in spirit. Um, I uh, take people on a journey of reclaiming their connection to their inner guide and voice. I then help them to connect to the voice of the universe creator and all around them so that they now have their inner guide as well as the universe channeling in so that they feel loved and supported. And then we uh, go through the journey of like what they'd like to create, the healing that they'd like to do. And we don't just talk. I get them. So we use Oracle cards in this retreat as well, because I believe they're tools. I don't use cards to predict ever. They're tools. They help your perspective. There are ways that if you can't hear the inner voice loud and clear, or you don't feel it, the cards help you to be, that's the way the universe, I believe, or our guides can also communicate with us. So we use cards and we go through this journey. Um, it's a weekend journey. And we go through the journey of like the messages you receive. What does that feel to you? Not what do you think about it, but what does it feel to you? And we look at what I call the triangle, the mind, body, spirit. Um, so the modality of that is our mind needs a co-pilot. And so I make sure your spirit co-pilots with you and we nourish the body. Um, so it's almost like I, they, I, they as in the universe, your guides, all that comes into this 
um, journey with us, help to activate, elevate, connect um, you to the miracle of your mind, body, and spirit, because there's three things there. I also do the sound journeys with bowls um, and a lot of empowerment talk, a lot of um, circle sharing, like a lot of sharing in the circle amongst us all. And the beautiful thing about these journeys is everybody gets to hear and see and feel each other. You get to like connect with the beauty of life within each individual. And I think that that, that is how we change the world is through the sacred self, through spirit, through um, that deeply rooted feeling of caring ourselves in such a sacred way that uh, we understand what that means. Um, I just wrote a post quickly. Um, just the other day, I just wrote a quote. It came to me. They told it to me. The voice, the universe, the guides. They were like, you should start telling people, I honor the miracle of life within you. Not just I honor um, our namaste, but I honor the miracle of life within you. Um, so that's my new thing that I'm saying now. <laughs> that's powerful. Yeah. Really powerful. So you're taking people on this journey of really reclaiming who they are. And you mentioned something which is so true. There's so much division and negativity and trauma in the world right now. And people are so hyper-focused on it. You can't go anywhere without turning on the news, scrolling through your social media feed and seeing something that is really dense and heavy in it. pardon me, heavy in energy. And if we fill up ourselves with that, it makes us harder, makes it really hard for us to hear that voice within that clarity, that guidance from our higher self, from the universe, from our spirit helpers. And this journey is so important, everybody, for you to embark on this healing. It is going to be the biggest shift and the biggest gift that you could ever give yourself and really help you pivot from fear back into love, back into confidence, back into alignment. Because so many people are out of alignment. And I'm sure just like yourself, um, I do get clients that want me to tell them about, well, this is where I'm at. Where where are things going to headed? And I don't do predictions because I feel it's disempowering. And I don't, it doesn't resonate with me. My work with the spirit isn't about telling people what to do. It's about, and I feel we're very similar in that, Naomi, where it's about helping people find out what they need to do. That's right. And for those of you that are listening, that are seeking answers and guidance, that information is available to you. And there will be spiritual guides like Naomi that will help you return back to yourself and it just reminds me of that title of the book from Marianne Williamson, A Return to Love, because that's what yeah. it's all about. Yeah. And that's who you are. You are love embodied in a physical body, but you're much more than that physical body. And so mm-hmm. don't seek outside of yourself. Seek within and those mm-hmm. that gather close to you from the world yeah. unseen. Naomi, it's been so absolutely incredible to have you on the show to share your wisdom and your voice with my listeners. Do you want to tell my listeners how they can get in touch with you and if you have any upcoming events um, that you want to share with them? Yeah, for sure. Um, First of all, just thank you for having me on your show and for 
shining your light and for being a guide for others as well. I am uh, grateful, not just because of this, uh, but I'm grateful that the universe did um, use its big voice to tell me, yo, get a reading, because um, you also helped me to receive healing through that reading you gave uh, me as well. So just thank you for that. And thank you for you. Um, if people want to contact me um, or feel called to, um, my website is NaomiMailHot.com. I say MailHot just because it sounds that, that way when you read it. Um, you can also look at my Instagram, which is at NaomiMailHot. And then Facebook is Spiritual Guide and Medium, uh, Naomi Mailhot. That's spelt N-A-O-M-I-M-A-I-L-H-O-T. Perfect. And everybody, if you go into the show notes right now, I will have those links in there for you. So you can easily get in touch with Naomi. And if you feel called to work with her, just know that that is your spirit letting you know that this is the next step in your journey to take. Thank you again so much for being on the show. And it's been an honor to share this space with you. Thank you. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of The Connected Spirit. If you did, please leave me a review and a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you do feel called to share this with your friends, thank you so much for tagging me on Instagram at Medium Courtney Dawson. It really helps to get the word out about this podcast so we can help more people just like you. If you're interested in a private reading or attending any one of my mentoring classes, workshops, or events, you can go to mediumcourtneydawson.com or check me out on Instagram at mediumcourtneydawson. Have a great day, guys.